to the metronome. This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! feels good to be back in the treehouse. Welcome to the treehouse. Again. Yeah. Welcome, Neil McAllister. Oh, hello. <laughs> We're just going to introduce you right off the bat. <laughs> Love it. Not no, hey, Susie. I'm Ivy. This oh, is Fort yeah. Worth Famous. Nope. Just... Nope. Hey, oh. Neil. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's the problem. It's been a month. Oh, so you forgot how to podcast in a I, month? I've forgotten Shut how to podcast up. in a month. I never knew how to podcast, so... <laughs> You're doing great already. Show, <laughs> show notes I put, episode 30. Is this number right? Yes. <laughs> You're insane. All right. Well, hey, I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. <laughs> oh, they're going to be in for it this week. <laughs> it happens. It's all right, though. So, uh, it's been a month, but... We got, I stormed out last last time we were going to podcast. It was going to be on Valentine's Day. My favorite holiday of all time. Yep. Yeah. I got chocolates. <laughs> that bring. I'm never going to get. Well, one box got eaten and the other box got given to Taylor. <laughs> Katie took the, the pecan clusters. I wouldn't have eaten that anyway, but. Oh, so. Yeah, and I shared the other box with the Lord's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> One of my patients brought me a Valentine's Day gift, so so hey, I'll take it. All right, and you're still decorated for Valentine's Day, so that's awesome. I am. I'm not ready to get rid of it yet. It except, looks really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, except that I don't think I can keep it up for what's the next one? St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really love St. Patrick's Day, so I'm going to skip right over that. I usually do as well. You can decorate with hearts for St. Patrick's Day if you love Irish people. Okay. Now I love Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do we know any Irish people? I Are you Irish? Because of Scotch Nick? Irish. Scotch. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got iced out. Big ice storm that affected st- is still affecting a lot of people in the yeah. DFW area and lots of Texas. Was the first time in history that all of Texas was under a winter winter storm watch, storm, winter storm warning. I didn't take it seriously until about Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's when everybody took it seriously because that's when everyone's electricity went out. The Monday, the fifteenth of February, about two thirty in the morning, is when people's <laughs> power started going out. Dear I'm diary, in, dear on diary, February fifteenth, twenty twenty one, day one. <laughs> At yeah. approximately 2.37 and 45 seconds, the power went out. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why people know, like, so specifically. I'm writing by candlelight. <laughs> people know so specifically is because, like, so, like, for example, the Lords. And the reason, I, they came and stayed with me for three days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Went home on Thursday. Um, they, uh, Jeff sleeps with, like, a fan. And the fan turned off. And it woke him up. 
that he wasn't hearing the sound of the fan. Uh And so then he was, so he knew it was like 2.37 and 45 seconds. (laughs) He was just like, what's going on here? And so like they thought, oh, we'll be able to just, you know, like if it doesn't come right back on, because it was supposed to be the rolling blackouts. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't come right back on, we'll just, you know, we'll just, we'll be able to keep warm. But about 12 hours in, it was probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. Jeff was like, it doesn't look like our power's coming back on, Susie. We're just sitting in our car keeping warm. And I was like, come to my house. I've got one house with just me in it. So come on. I brought their dog, a big old German shepherd. Nice. And their cat called Taco, Taco Cat, which is the same forwards and backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And their two kids. And they came over and we made snowmen and we ate the box of chocolates. <laughs> I can't imagine you turning the Lord away. Right? No. I, no. That's, a sin, that's a sin for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he is one of my very best friends. And the, the, like when the, when the stay was over, he like wrote this little thank you note to me like in our little group chat. And he was like, my favorite part is that like you became closer to my family. Because he and Aww. I have been close for years. Like, we podcasted together and we've done all this stuff. Yeah. And he was so, I was like, oh, it was That's this. so cute. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but that's enough about that. Power came back on. <laughs> Good job, Mom. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I've had a lot of pals that have been doing a lot of plumbing repair. And so. The hot water is still out at my house, but hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. That's interesting. Ivy's building's on a boiler. Like, that's old Who school. Knew? Like the Titanic. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have never guessed that in a million years that there are apartments on boilers still. Well, when the water when the water went out like all together, dad asked my dad asked me, like, where's your water heater? And I was like, I don't have one of those. And he was like, You you Dang. do. Where is it? <laughs> I was like, No, I just it's not that I just don't know where it is. There's only like so many places in here it could have been. Right. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't have one. And he's like weird i wonder how they do your water and i had no idea until they sent them email last night like they keep sending us these emails at like 9 30 at night they'll be like <laughs> they don't yes. they don't want you to respond right. yeah they're like PS, office closed there's still no hot water we're working on it we promise and i'm like okay thanks so um that's when i found out we were on a boiler but i like grumbled about it when my siblings were all here and tears i was like what's wrong <laughs> stinking no hot water in this house still oh man yeah, washing my hair is a production, but it's fine. Oh my gosh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> well, because I don't want to wash it in the cold water of the shower, so I boil water yeah. like a peasant. <laughs> 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 and, and I wash it, and I want to cry every time. There was a time where Grandma and Grandpa, when they were in Utah, something happened, and they had like gas water heater and stuff, and it was it was out for, uh, it seemed like an extended period of time, like a week or two. And grandma was like, she was the same thing. I have to boil water. Like, cause like uncle Jake was like little, little. And so he needed baths and stuff. And she's like, like peasants. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrific. Actually. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> she wonders, I wonder where she gets the drama from. Not me. It is her. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that's happened in the month that we've been, away is that ivy and katie have both gotten their second shots they're fully immunized i love that oh yeah i forgot we haven't even talked about that no it happened yeah it did happen before we recorded the last episode huh? right yep that's awesome got the second shot so 100 percent will not be going to the hospital yep 97 percent not Maybe even gonna get, get sick 
That's so cool. About to start living reckless. Let <laughs> you can't even say the word, let alone live recklessly. Because I didn't mean it. It was reckless pronunciation. <laughs> we all, even my mind was like, no, you're not. Sit down. <laughs> you're doing none of that. I do feel a little bit better going to my friend's birthday party. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, and the, the lady I was listening to, um, the lady on NPR talking about it, and she said, people who have been immunized and, you know, you're within just even a few days of both, like both of you being immunized, she's like, you guys can be together like two spoons in a drawer. And I was like, oh, that's very that's close. close. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little too close for my. That, so you and Katie, if she wants to come and spend the night with you, she can spoon you all night long. Not no. for you. <laughs> she does it anyway, no matter how many no, you say no. No, she did it this last time. She came to stay over when I um, was having my surgery the next morning. Uh-huh. And she stayed right on her side of the bed. Well, now you have a king-size bed. <laughs> and you're immunized. Yeah. Yeah. But she just stayed right there. That's but her good. complaint about my house is that it's too quiet. Oh. So I had to... No, that's the air conditioner. That's not too quiet. But <laughs> other than the air conditioner, like the only thing you can hear at night is the toll road when cars are on it. And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how you sleep like this. She's like tossing, turning, moving all over. She's like, turn something on. Do something. Because <laughs> she lives right by like an exit gate for her apartment. So uh-huh. it's loud all night long. Like the gate opening and closing. And, you know, there's people. And she lives in Dallas. So yeah, I watched this TikTok that talked about. Um, all the ways that people fall asleep. Like if mm-hmm. you sleep with white noise, that means this. If you sleep with, uh, I want to say brown or gray or something like that noise, it means this. If you have to listen to music, it means this. And it was like, if you can sleep in dead silence, you should be feared. I, 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 sleep, in, I sleep in dead silence. <laughs> and Katie was like, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I used to yeah. live by the uh, train tracks and we'd have trains come through and it was like, you know, like five miles away from a major crossing. So it would just be middle of the night. And like oh, no. She, it was, I mean, I got to where. You didn't it, even hear it anymore. Yeah, I was, yeah. I could just sleep through it. Yeah. 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 They made the train crossing that's just a couple miles away from my house. They made it a quiet zone. So you never hear. There's no whistles. You don't hear the thing going down. Yeah. So. Somebody was in their feelings last night in my apartment complex in the <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the podcast. What happened, Ivy? <laughs> you know what? These like horrible things always happen right before we podcast. Like it's like the night before, and it's then I'm the like, best. I didn't sleep last night because this happened in that in the parking lot. No, this one's not nearly as dramatic as what normally happens. But somebody was like deep in their feels because I was dead asleep, mm-hmm. and then I just woke up to like. They had to have been blasting this album. <laughs> like, I want to say, like, 2007 Chris Brown. <laughs> Just, like, full, the loudest possible your car could do it. Because oh I could gosh. hear it crisp in my room. Wow. Like, and I was like, what in the actual hell is happening down there? <laughs> and I was like, no, this is going to be over soon. Like, they had to have just, like, pulled in, and they're just, like, feeling it, and they want to listen to the rest of the song. No. It just kept going. And then whoever he was fighting with, the girl, she came out, and she was like, what is your problem? You're going to wake up the whole apartment complex. And I was like, it's too late for that. Like, <laughs> I'm up and invested now, so, like, you might as well yeah. just go into it. Like, what happened? No, she got him inside. It was fine. But this morning... He sure did go right back out to the car and start blasting it again. Oh, and I was like, man. Uh. 
It would only be better. Go be if he sad had, in your own apartment. If he had like a, a boom box he was holding up for. Her. No, I know. I don't know what happened, but <laughs> she's not forgiven. Not forgiven. That's kind of a bummer. So, but we can, I think, cruise right into obsessions. Yeah. I have no good obsessions. Like, we usually None. spend a couple minutes, like, talking about, like, what we've been obsessed with. Mm-hmm. It's been a month. You would think I would have something other than I downloaded a new game on my phone. <laughs> it's uh-huh. Phase 10, which is one of my favorite card games, like, in real life. Yeah, a I card think I game. played that. Okay. So, growing up, we played a game called Progressive Rummy. Mm-hmm. And it was it was basically phase 10, but you played it with like two decks of cards and you could buy a card and people like it was a mess. I mean, it was like talk about family like fights happening. Yeah. My dad would throw cards, he'd leave the table. It was <laughs> it was amazing. And and I, of course, always loved it because I'm very lucky at cards. Yeah. My grandma would call me a card sharp, uh-huh. which meant cheater. I thought it's card shark. Nope. Sharp. No. No, I swear. Why would it be sharp? Because you're sharp at cards. No, that cannot possibly <laughs> be true. Hold on. It's 100% true. No, it's on with I've heard word. both ways. Card sharp. Anywho, I downloaded the game and I, I have been obsessively playing nice. it. Nice. Does it give cheats. you the... Card sharp means cheater. That's what I just said, which means cheat. And I don't do that. God, you don't even listen to me, do you? <laughs> this is just according to the definitions from oxford languages that they don't know what they're talking about (laughs) (laughs) the people at oxford they don't know english (laughs) oxford's uh, i mean it's you know latin for cow crossing (laughs) (laughs) sounds made up (laughs) we used to play this game called i mean it's just solitaire but Uh you pull all of your aces in the middle so you can play with as many people as you want oh that's cool and uh it was about as cutthroat sounding as or, you know i mean it's like yeah because you're racing to get your lower cards out and then once somebody puts something down you're like also keeping an eye if you missed your like two of clubs on uh-huh. your own ace or something like uh-huh. and when you get like three or four or five people around a table playing it just starts i mean that you know it's called hell for a reason yeah. you start yelling <laughs> at people because they got a card in that you needed to get in and yeah, yeah. oh yeah that sounds like spoons right yeah and then we used to always play a game called Screw Your Neighbor, which I think in real words is called 99 because you're trying to get at or stay at 99, but you would like, and you had like three pieces of candy or something. And if if you got to a place where like you couldn't play a card, mm-hmm. like they're, like fours were reversed, 10 is like minus 10, a king is 99. So if you laid down your king, and like the next person didn't have a reverse or they didn't have a minus 10 or they didn't have another king to mm-hmm. lay down or whatever. Um, and there was one that was like same, like maybe nine was like same. Like, mm-hmm. so if, if they put down a king, you could put down your nine. Um, then you lost and you had to give them or you had to eat your piece of candy. <laughs> your grandpa. Anderson, Sounds like a winning. Right. Your, your grandpa Anderson taught us that game. And so you would lose all your candy and you could play one more time, which he called on your face. Which meant just because you're cute, you can play one more time. And if you, you lose, get you're candy out. This time? That's no. cute. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's a fun We game. got into a vicious round of left, right, center at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a dice game. And that was going insane crazy. Yeah. And then we played poker. Nice. And I forgot all the rules to poker. So dad was like reteaching me everything. What's poker? Um, he, 
Well, we played, what's that one in the middle? Texas Hold'em. That's the one. <laughs> See, I still don't even know. Anyways, we were playing, and Lead then I would me. always be like, I fold. And Ayla would be like, no, just bluff your way through. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so we end the game. It's like dad, my uncle David, and my cousin Kyle are all, it's the three of them are left. Oh, wow. And so they went all in. Bubba, Kyle had the most. <laughs> before they put all in and uh-huh. then he lost so he lost uncle david he won the whole thing anyways we're going ready we're getting ready to go to bed that night it's like 3 a.m and kyle lays down on the couch and i was like what'd you think about playing poker and he's like it was great when i won and i was like you didn't win poker <laughs> and he's like yes i did <laughs> so the next morning when everybody's back at the house kyle's telling everybody he won poker what? <laughs> brian was like i appreciate that you've just decided you won poker <laughs> like you were like yep i won because i had the most money before i lost so i won wow that's amazing yeah you don't remember when you were a little kid no i do remember playing but like i don't remember any of the rules <laughs> And so, like, I had this, like, thing up on my phone that said what I was aiming for, and I still (laughs) would think I had something, and then at the end, like, I never had anything. (laughs) There was a a moment where Ivy thought the highest hand in poker was... No. (laughs) (laughs) We are not telling that story. It's one of my favorites. Thank you so much. Please, can we? Next. Okay, fine. You're obsessed with hanging your hammock chairs. (laughs) It's... Okay, I got these hammock chairs for Christmas. I'm so excited about them. I want one to go here and one to go here. I can find studs in the wall by just like knocking on it and figuring out where the stud is, but... The joists are a little different. Finding it on the ceiling is very difficult. So I had to go find buy a stupid stud finder. And I feel like a little bit of a failure because of it. No I'm way. not going to tell my dad. Yeah. But, <laughs> but once I figure out where to put it, I'm putting them up. Yeah. Nice. Maybe today. I had to buy a drill. Yeah. So long story short, her daddy um, was a builder for a very long time. So he can, you know, like you just tap on the wall and he knows where everything's at. And, yeah. You know, you know, 16 inches on center, the whole thing. Right. Like, so. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I see the drywall seam. Cool. If I go 16 inches over it, like I'm doing all the math in my head. No. No. I couldn't get it. I'm just like aiming the drill bit at the ceiling and going. <laughs> and I was like, mm, nope, that's not it. Okay, a little bit over. Mm, nope, that's not it. And finally, I was like, I'm going to go buy the stud finder. Like, I'm just going to accept defeat. Yeah. So I got it. I got the drill. I got the stud finder. I watched like seven YouTube videos of how to put the chair, the chair up because it came with absolutely no instructions. What the heck? Yeah. Just like a million bolts and things and a chain. <laughs> <laughs> and then this like one thing to go on the ceiling. And I was like, hmm. I mean, I feel like I could figure it out, but hard to say. Yeah. Huh. So I got it all now. I got it all figured out. Uh-huh. I'm going to get it. Okay. I believe in you. Thank you. You're welcome. Next time you'll be sitting in one of those hammock chairs. Hopefully. They're cute. I know. Yeah, I like them. I'm so excited about them. Yeah. Those are cool. And they, they go with the uh, beach house aesthetic. Yeah. My mm-hmm. beachy tree house. Mm-hmm. I like it. <sighs> yeah. And... Um, I saw you tweet the other day about hair color and new piercings. Oh, yeah. See, the thing is, I haven't made a dumb decision in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Just kidding. Go ahead. Um, So I was talking to my friend Jocelyn, whose birthday was earlier this month, and we're trying to figure out what we're going to do for her birthday. And I was like, let's go get new piercings. But then she couldn't decide what she wanted pierced. 
but I decided what I want pierced and now it's all I can think about. Yeah. Is that I need to go get this done. Okay. But it's just in my ear. It's not anything scandalous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank God for that. (laughs) Um, And then Allison was sending me pictures of this like rainbow low light trend that's happening. Okay. Or like hidden rainbow, I think is what it's called. Anyways, like on the bottom layer right here, they do like a pastel or neon or whatever rainbow hair color. Nice. Sounds cool. I have to have it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you have to find somebody who can do it? Yeah. Yeah. Katie. Yeah. No, Katie is really good. (laughs) Katie's her little sister. I think you've met her. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, that's good. I don't know if Katie can actually do it, but (laughs) I have to have it now. Now I've seen it. I've seen all the pictures. I've looked at all the ways you can have it done. I want pastel. I want a pastel rainbow in the back of my hair. I like it. Does it go across or down? It goes like strips down. Oh, cool. Yeah. It looks so cool. And I'm like obsessed with it. I'm going to have to see it because I am not picturing it in my head. I don't know why. Well, I wanted her to bring over the purple so we could just put purple back in. Purple's at my house. I know. So I needed her to get it from your house and bring it over here and then dye my hair purple. Mm-hmm. But she wants to do the whole thing and I don't know that I'm that bold. Oh, you're that bold. No. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about um, the current situation in the world is that I don't have to go into as many doctor's offices as I once was. Uh So I could pull off purple hair for a while and not like get in trouble for it. Not that I would get in trouble. Lisa doesn't care. But yeah, um, it would be less of a unprofessional thing to do. I was just going to say, do you feel it's unprofessional? No, I'm here for colorful hair. Uh huh. I just don't want to go into another doctor's office representing my doctor's office with purple hair. I say do purple. One of do my mohawk, favorite OBGYNs in Fort Worth, though, always has, always has like pink stripes in her hair. Oh, nice. She just goes for it all the time. Hmm. That's good. She's so cool. She refers us a lot of patients. I've, I've thought for a while that I would like to be the like grandma with purple hair or rainbow colored hair, but I've moved on and now I want to be the one with like the like the silver white hair that's like down to my waist. Like I want to nice. be like a witch. Very like, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. It's getting gray. I'm getting some. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna grow it yourself. I'm just gonna yeah. Yeah, Hmm. I used that line the other day. This lady was like, man, I love your hair. And I'm like, thanks, I grew up myself. (laughs) (laughs) I just stopped myself from saying saying something real sassy the other day to this guy. (laughs) When he said something about my name and I I almost was like, nope. You got it for your birthday? That is my favorite one to say. It's it's a good one. And I always say, look what I made. (laughs) Then I introduce my kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. <laughs> it's the way to do it. That's how you should introduce your daughter to people. Want to see what I made? And then be like, here you go. Right. <laughs> so. I think that's it for my obsessions. All right. I well, just need to get a new ear piercing, dye my hair, and hang up these chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be good to go. Until next month, because I've decided that I'm going to do one somewhat reckless thing a month till my 30th birthday. Really? Yeah. That sounds, that's a pretty good schedule to keep. Right? Yeah. She yeah. only has like four months. It's Sh- not like uh, she's got a lot of I got an obsession. I got some yeah, uh, new shoes. Uh, they 
took a while to break in, but they're Burks, you know? Oh, yeah. And I got them. And then, you know, and then, of course, it snowed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was like bringing all the sympathy for ladies who wear heels and stuff because, like, these were painful to break in. You know, it was like, I'm just like, wow, thank, uh, you know, that's, uh, y'all go through a lot. <laughs> Some of us have a hundred pairs of shoes. Breaking in new shoes is horrible. It's the worst. Yeah, I got blisters in like new places that I'd never had a blister before. <laughs> right. But I wanted to like keep walking in them so they'd be comfortable sooner. But then it was like, oh, this hurts, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's how I felt when I got my first pair of chucks. I was like, this oh, is yeah. horrible. Yeah. yeah. And Katie was like, you just have to break them in. And I was like, no, I'll never make it. Yeah, breaking in chucks <laughs> is rough. But then once you do, they're the most comfortable shoes. But mm-hmm. like, break no, you don't have to break in vans. <laughs> right. <laughs> slide your foot right in and carry on with your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. also, no, they're, they're good looking shoes. I really like them. Thanks. They already look real old and dirty, right? That's the best thing. That's the best thing about them, right? Thanks. They already look super used, right? I have they, some, they actually uh, don't look super used. My brother's uh, also got, he's, you know, the last pair of shoes I had before this that I was breaking in, um, they're called Aphrodils and they're made at his company and mm-hmm. they're like, uh, you know, they've got some that have a heel and some that don't, but they're real uh, smart, you know, looking just like real comfy around the house and mm-hmm. stuff. But they're like, they've got a real thick sole on them. So you could like probably step on a katana or some shit and like <laughs> <laughs> still be okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why, why y'all would be like running through like a field of katanas or anything. It could um, happen. You know but if that. I needed to, Some, good to know what shoes to wear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Aphrodils. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think um, I've been wearing my uh, Skechers all day, every day. Do you love your Skechers? I love my Skechers, but that's because I don't have a Prada backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what movie that's from? No. Uh, it's from 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, nice. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. So, but um, speaking of Katie and Vans, so I was so full of jealousy on Friday because Katie got all this like cool stuff sent to her. (laughs) So, so like Wednesday or Thursday, like I get this like notification that someone's at my door and I was like, well. It has to be like the mailman, but it was kind of early in the day. And I was like, oh, no, it's somebody delivering something. So I I go out there and I take a picture. I was like, I didn't order anything. So it has to be a little Sicily. And so um, I (laughs) take a picture. (laughs) You could just cut that out. Nope. Um, I'm leaving it. (laughs) So I take a picture. I send it to the group chat. She's like, I didn't order anything. So she calls me and she's like, I'm so sad we can't video call. I don't. I didn't even think like we could have done it through Messenger or something. But so I open up this box because it was from Vans, mm-hmm. and there's a note card inside that says, "We love surprises, so we've sent you a surprise from the Vans family." Blah 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 blah. And it was a pair of shoes. Whoa! Yeah, like like there was a Vans shoe box yeah, in I'm this jealous. box, <laughs> and I was like. I wonder what kind of vans they could be. And they're so cute. They say Vans family like all over them. And it's huh. like black and yellow and super cute. It's some swag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my favorite band 
released new music on Friday and they sent Katie this like, hey, thanks for being one of our top listeners on Spotify. Here's the music video before everybody else. And here's the link to this top secret limited edition vinyl. And did I get any of that? No. Thanks. (laughs) Are you part of Van's family? First of all, yes. And I spend way more money. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I maybe I said that Katie was way more money in Vans than Katie <laughs> And I am like, this is, I don't know whether I should be proud or embarrassed of this, but I'm in the top 0.1% of listeners that listen to this band on Spotify. And yet, <laughs> <laughs> Katie got the goods. And then we're like playing video games on Friday night because every Friday night I play video games with everybody. And Katie's like, oh, wow, this music video is really good. Have you gotten to watch it yet? Oh, oh <laughs> man. Right. Man. I was like, you are a little turd. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> She's like, I was going to buy you the vinyl. Yeah, of course, sure you were. I bet she would. I bought myself a vinyl. Oh, right. okay. She, uh, it's not the limited edition glow in the dark one, but it's okay. She did get a little <laughs> godsmack, though, for all the good stuff. She got... She got followed around relentlessly at a store she was at. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what she gets for going to Cavenders. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're uh, on like commission. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can I help you? Oh, yeah. And she's like, I- I'm okay. Wait, can I help you? And she's like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need any help finding anything? No, I'm okay. <laughs> so just trying to meet their quota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Poor Katie. Poor Katie. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. I was just full of jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dude. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's all right. Um, I'll just buy a new pair of Vans for myself. (laughs) (laughs) They won't be Vans family Vans. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Look at her face. (laughs) So I had a little trauma in my life. Over the past month. <laughs> like a little drama? I did. Okay. Tell us. So I went on a little bit of a road trip earlier this month and I had my dog go to um, to board at my vet mm-hmm. clinic because um, like Ivy was busy working. She was, she was gone a lot too. And so I was like, I don't want to ask her. Like she's, she's barely just come home from her dad's for the holidays and stuff. And I was like. I'm going to ask her to do anything. Katie lives in Dallas. I was like, I'll just send him to the kennel. I'm all, it's two nights. That'll, it'll be fine. And Katie was like, I can pick him up on Saturday and we'll, I'll take him home. He'll be okay. I'll bring Teddy. That's, that's her dog and they'll mm-hmm. play and it'll be a great time. So I was all excited and she went and picked him up and it wasn't the best experience. And then his little tum tum was upset because he was upset. So I guess I'm never taking him to a kennel again. He's gonna he's gonna either have to come with me, or somebody's gonna have to like I'm gonna have to have somebody come to my house and and dog sit. But I don't know who. I don't know who's a good dog sitter. I no, mean. not me. <laughs> it's not me. So I'll have to figure out what I'm doing. I am going on a little bit of a road trip coming up soon, but luckily it's on a day Katie's not working. So she's like, "Oh, I'll come and I'll bring Teddy and we'll play." And I'm like, all right, cool. That'll be good. Hmm. I like it. But I had like another, another, like I was going to go to Fredericksburg. And then I was like, I can't leave him. And we had the ice storm. Mm-hmm. So like my, my, my reservations at Enchanted Rock got 
canceled. They're mm-hmm. like, we, we've sent you back your money and sorry, due to the ice storm, we're closed. You're a state park. You can't be closed. But I guess they can be. Hmm. They don't want you wandering around in the wilderness yeah, in an so. ice storm. True that. But anyway, Buddy's a good little dog. I enjoy him. I like him. He's a trained Tennessee brindle. And it's not a very popular dog breed. Mm-hmm. I found a group on Facebook. There's only 600 of us. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, like, I thought about it because my friend's, like, in this pug group. And she, like, posted, like, something about her pug in the pug group. And she, like, screenshot it and shared it. And there's, like, 250K people in this group. And I'm, oh, here's mine, 600. <laughs> <laughs> That just makes you rare. Yeah. It makes Buddy rare. Buddy is pretty rare. He's a good, he's such a good dog, but he does love to tree things. And he. Oh, really? Yeah. And he like will jump up the tree. Like he'll get the the squirrel or whatever and the squirrel's uh-huh. up in the tree like yelling at him. Uh-huh. And he's just like at, at it, like barking and he's jumping up it. But that's what he's supposed to do. To, to keep it treed, he, he jumps up the tree. Yeah. It's weird. What? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't go all the way up it, but he jumps up it so that the squirrel doesn't think he can come down at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Poor squirrel. Yep. Well, the squirrel just sits there and yells at him. So I think, I think <laughs> the squirrel's not too effective. I think, I think they've got like a Tom and Jerry relationship now because like the squirrel will be like on the fence and Buddy's like at the back door just like looking at it. And the squirrel's looking at Buddy. And he's looking at the squirrel. And I open the door and he goes race into the fence. And the squirrel goes run into the tree. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dog. So, anyway. Cool. What else is going on, Ivy? Mm, we started to hunt a killer last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, this we is a were, new box. Yeah. We were doing Escape the Crate. Mm hmm. And now we got to Hunt a Killer, which is six boxes, and they all are the same murder that we're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. So last night we had to find the murder weapon, which we did. And the second one came, it was already here. Mm-hmm. So then we started working on the second one, but it was like 1130 and we're all getting a little tired. So we've only just begun the second one. Okay. But how we, often do the boxes come? Once a month, I think. Okay. So um, we set up our murder board. And we set up our... Uh, Quirks. Yeah. And we took pictures nice. of all of us. <laughs> oh, were these pictures over here you guys? Yeah. Well, who are those pictures of? Us. You guys Did too? you even look? No. Let me see. You were like, oh, these random strangers on Polaroids that look strangely <laughs> like my children? Well, okay. I, I, <laughs> I noticed the Polaroids. So Tears posted a picture. And I noticed the Polaroids and I thought, oh... The box came with Polaroids like a detective box. Uh. <laughs> I didn't even notice that it was you guys. Did you? T- are those your Polaroids? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, they do look like my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? Um, okay, so, yeah, we did that last night. And uh-huh. then um, that's really all I've been up to. So it was the murder weapon. A cane. Whoa. Yeah. Typical. That's a violent, that's a violent, like that has a violent murder. Like, a oh cane? no, based off the facts, this is a crime of passion we're looking into, but okay. I mean, yeah, because oh my gosh, cane, speaking you of have to bludgeon someone for a very long time with a cane, no, no, one swift blow, one swift blow, you would have according to, know to the forensic report, 
Okay, well, you would have to know exactly where to hit somebody no, in the back of the head. No, it could be accidental. All right, I mean, I guess. I don't think it was accidental, though. Okay. Anyways. I brought my cane. Yes. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all need just, to try it out on me, just yeah. like work out the logistics of it. Like I think how does it work right here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we solved this one one time, and we were um, we were trying to work out like if the body was laid like this, and then this whole thing. So Brian and Katie acted out the whole thing in the living room. Nice. And they were like, "Okay, if I get mad at you and I bludgeon you in the head, no, you wouldn't go like that." So. <laughs> It no, was, it was pretty good. It's immersive. Oh yeah, we take it very seriously. <laughs> it's very, it's very serious in this house awesome. when we do that. So yeah, we did that, and then um, we've just been keeping up with our Friday night game night. That's awesome. We tried a new game last night called No Friday Night, whatever day it is today. I don't know Sunday. Mm-hmm. Friday night we tried Project Winter. Uh huh. I think that's what it's called. Could be Winter Project. Anyways, the thing about it is, is that the tagline is something like you have to work together, but then you also like some people are lying, which is like a normal Friday night for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were like, cool, great. Let's try it. So we all downloaded it. It's this tiny little game file. Um, and you're in the like winter landscape middle of nowhere mm-hmm. a la vertical limit <laughs> except not on mount everest <laughs> you're in the tundra and, somewhere yeah there's like wolves and moose oh, yeah, and that's stuff that are trying to get us and <laughs> you basically are trying to solve all these things and you have to keep going into the cabin because you get cold and you get like hungry so you have to like make food we have to find food and do all this crazy stuff Anyways, we're terrible at it <laughs> because um, Brian's the only one who did the tutorial. So oh, the rest of us just launched right into the game. We got no idea what we're doing. Are you going to do nice. the tutorial before next Friday? Yeah. And then, um, but although it was kind of fun to not know, what, I mean, I don't know what we're doing most of the time on games, but <laughs> um, everybody else typically knows what we're doing. So I'm kind of just like, tell me what you need me to do and I'll handle it. But um Nick was the traitor one of the times. <laughs> Katie was like screaming, Nick's the traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is Nick is Katie's boyfriend. And Brian's Brian, their brother Brian's best friend. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nick's the traitor. And then um Kyle was the traitor one of the times. Ooh. And he but he had helped me because like you're obviously not sp- you can exile people if you figure out who the traitor is you can vote to exile them and then Ooh. they can't come in the cabin to get warm and eat food they've been shunned so katie's like kyle's a traitor kyle's a traitor exile him and i was like he just helped me do something he's not the traitor oh but he was <laughs> but he was he was being deceptive yeah he did by very being good. helpful yeah mm. wow i was like Katie's like screaming that he's the traitor. And I was like, no, I'm not listening to you then. Like, but I can't find the cabin. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, Ivy, follow me to the cabin. I am not the traitor. And I was like, (gasps) okay. Oh, he says the words. I am not the traitor. That's when you know he's the traitor. It's not me. And then I was like, where did you get this bow and arrow? And Brian was like, spoiler alert. If one of them's holding a bow and arrow, they are the traitor. (laughs) (laughs) 
And he's like, no, anybody can craft one of these. I just found all the parts. And I was like, oh, okay. And I like kept doing what I was doing. Judas Iscariot. So apparently I can be told straight up that that is the traitor and I still will not believe you. <laughs> as long as you're nice to me. <laughs> Talk about a red flag versus <laughs> So we finished playing and we're all talking and we started playing red flags versus deal breakers, but we played with the cards Uh huh. and there's one about like, if you found out that this person is Ted Bundy's cousin. <laughs> so Kyle's like, who's Ted Bundy? Oh boy. And I was like, wait a minute. What? You don't know. He's like a serial killer. He's like, did a lot of, a Drove lot of a Volkswagen Beetle lived in like Utah for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, but I did just start watching the Night Stalker thing on Netflix. And I was like, the Night Stalker's the first one you dive into for serial killers? Yeah. Seems a little unhinged, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're like talking about it. And I'm like, so Bubba's, Kyle's like, Google it. So he comes back to us and he's like, okay, I looked it up. He did a few crappy things. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way you want to put it. (laughs) <laughs> like he did a few crappy things oh man i was dying understatement I have, right i have not stopped um laughing at that like every time i'm like oh, but he just did a few crappy things Jeez. he's probably a nice individual but he did a few you crappy know, things you know why kyle thinks that because he's good looking if yeah. he was charismatic ugly, yeah if he was ugly kyle would be like of course he's a serial killer look at it look at him but because you he's- know <laughs> but that's not true it because, is true. No, name one ugly serial killer. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's it's rare. I was going to say the guy that was the clown, John Wayne Gacy. But it's rare for serial killers to be ugly. They're yeah. not. They're good looking. And charismatic. Yeah. It's part of their profile. Yeah, it's how they get people to do what they want. Anyways. Like I could, I could go. Later. I could go on. <laughs> I could go on and on about serial killers for a long time. But it's not what we're here for today. <laughs> We are here for things for the memories, though. Yeah. Ivy's been talking to a flat earther. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to go get popsicles with him later. Don't fall off the edge. <laughs> He's at one point he said, I can't I can't determine if you're like like if I was messing with him or not. Because yeah. I was asking him questions. I'm like, I I have genuine questions about why you one hundred percent believe the earth is flat. Uh-huh. Because my brother and my sister told me that. Some flat earthers believe there's like an ice wall at the end of the earth, mm-hmm. which would then make it like what? We're in a box instead of a sphere. I, I guess. Whatever. Anyways, I was like, so what do you think is at the We're end? like on a cake plate. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so like what? <laughs> what, what do you think's at the end? And he's like, I don't know. Um, maybe more land. And I was like, more land like a sphere would have. <laughs> I'm dying. Anyways, I have agreed to go hang out with him only because I have more questions about why this is something that he really believes. <laughs> I'm fascinated. So that's probably not a great reason to go out with somebody, but it's I'm fascinated. So thank you. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get to the bottom of this. And he was like, it's really something that's better explained in person. And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's just going to point to the horizon and be like, see right <laughs> I'm like, i have questions what do you think happens if we can we just drill straight through then if it's flat like what no and then i was like okay so suppose there's an ice wall what's beyond the ice wall and he was like probably like white walkers and i was like like that game of thrones thing and he was like yeah and brian 
I sent it to the group chat and Brian was like, wow, we're blowing the lid right off of things. The earth is flat. White walkers are real. <laughs> Dang. He's like, ask him about the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh, Nellie. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like Bigfoot and Yetis. And yeah. Stuff. No, I've got more questions. Yeah. I have so many questions for him that I'm like, I will go. But it's going to be like interview style. Like I need to just, <laughs> uh, you sit here, eat your popsicle and I'm going to just fire off the question. There you go. <laughs> Phil, is it okay if I record this? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a lot of people are interested in the things that you have to say. So I'm just going to lay this here and just pretend like it's not even on. Just, you know, just talk to me like we're friends. <laughs> uh, I have so many questions. So yeah. Um, but then like after I agreed to go, this is, oh, wow, this leads me to a good point. Okay. It drives me nuts when people ask to go out and then they don't talk to you at all until the day that you're supposed to go do something. Hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Because if you do that to me and then you don't say anything to me the day of, like, I will just not go. Right. Like, I don't, I, I at that point, I think it's not a thing anymore. And so I'm just like, oh, I'm not, okay. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he did message me today and ask me if I still wanted to go. But um, one of the questions that I hate getting is what's your biggest pet peeve? Like, I, I hate that question. <laughs> because number one, I can never think of one. This question. Yeah. That's what I want oh. to say back. Like I want to be like this. That's a fair this answer. question right here is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 would, hate I it. would be yeah. sassy and say um, that. Um I have said it a couple times, but uh I thought about what my biggest pet peeve is. <laughs> okay. And I I figured it out. People that are competitive about everything? No. <laughs> People that say they're competitive about things and they're not actually. No, <laughs> um, no it drives me crazy when people apologize for something that they're not actually sorry for. But I'm not talking like you did something wrong to me and you should apologize or and you don't think you should. I mean, like when they crack a joke and they like if you don't immediately respond and they're like, oh, sorry, I was just joking. And I'm like, I. You don't have to apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it should be when you unnecessarily apologize, not when you apologize and you don't mean it. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, yeah. not for lack of commitment for the joke, but just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I was just doing something. Like, I didn't see the message right away. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm probably people's biggest pet peeve because I will go like hours without looking at my phone. Well, you don't Once I to. get home. You don't have to and you don't need to apologize for that. Right. Well, I don't ever apologize for Good. that. But the thing is that then I feel bad because they're apologizing like I didn't think the joke was funny. And I'm yeah. like, no, but also like don't apologize for that. But yeah. What was the other part of my pet peeve? Um, uh, hold on. Okay. I knew I should have written it down. <laughs> they go together. That is the biggest part, though. I think I'm about to enter a, an apologizing competition. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, uh, I don't know who that's for, but I have some people who could who could go in on it." Um, the one and it th- this isn't like a pet peeve or anything, but um, oh I, yeah, I'm working hard on getting. I've got one girlfriend who always apologizes for her emotions, and I'm hmm. like, "Don't apologize for your emotions. They're good. They're valid. Right. They're fine. Don't say you're sorry." You know, and she'll yeah. be like, oh, but I was being snarky. Be as snarky as you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. What did you find it? No, it's just like, I don't like when people think I'm mad at them because they, they didn't respond right away. Oh, that's mm. the worst. That's the very worst. I hate that too. And when you're developing new friendships with people and, and lots of times now it's like through 
Facebook right. or whatever, and then they message you and you don't respond right away, then they they are either like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bother you." I hate that one. <laughs> 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 or if you don't respond quick enough, then they're like, "Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry." You know, like, "Are you mad at me that I that I messaged you?" No, I'm busy. Right? God, I'm yeah. important. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> like, I'll read it. Or like, I read it and then I walk away to go do something, and then I'm like, "Oh shoot, I got to answer this message." Like, mm-hmm. because I just will forget. Like, I'll start doing other things, and then I'm not looking, and I read the next message, but not the one that I just read. Like. I'm so easily distracted. Yeah. yeah. A little patience goes a long way. Right. You know I mean? And it's like, you know, there's no, I mean, I don't know. It's just, just, you can just wait, you know, <laughs> like, just wait maybe your turn. Yeah. Maybe they're busy. You yeah. Know. And that's the beauty of messaging, uh, like text messaging, instant messaging, whatever it is, is that it doesn't have to be answered right away. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to apologize for that. Like, and you should have patience with it. And you know, like, and if the, like, I, I'm the worst though about like reading the message and going, oh, I need to answer that. And then like it's days later and I go, oh, I want to tell Jay Smith something. And then I go, oh shoot, she messaged me days ago and I never responded. And then I'm, then I apologize. Cause then that, that is kind of rude. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did read this. Didn't answer you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did read it. I'm sorry. I didn't answer you. Anyways, that is, that is what I'm going to go with now. Every time somebody says, what's your biggest pet peeve? Gotcha. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a big pet peeve? Uh, it's not so much a pet peeve as like I was, uh, well, I don't know. I'm allergic to lavender. So like when I encounter it, it's uh-huh. just like, and then, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I have like a. See, it's I hard when people really ask you, right? It. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty easy to get along with, you know? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I guess there are things that, that bug lav- me. Maybe could I, could I take peeve. a rain check and think about it? <laughs> yeah, soon? of course. Yeah. See, that's how I feel, though, when I get the message. Right. Like, What's your biggest pet peeve? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can think of the things that irritated me today. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, they're like petty, dumb things. Like my coworker is not doing their job or somebody talking really slow when I need them to get to the point. (laughs) (laughs) But would I like list that off as like the biggest pet peeve I have? No, because that just like was a one-off thing that bothered me today. (laughs) So yeah, but I did make a mistake. Uh Uh-oh, what'd you do? Um, I have misled this person into thinking that I'm like a gamer girl. Oh no. (laughs) Because I'm not. (laughs) I play video games one night a week and it's with my cousins. And most of the time I don't even play. (laughs) I'm just on the headset talking. Yeah. So um, I posted some picture of me and I was like, oh, we're playing. Like, go watch the Twitch stream. Now all these guys are like, well, what games are you playing? What are you doing? When do you play? Yeah. But I'm (laughs) gamer girl. Gamer girl famous. Yeah. Gamer girl famous. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, I'm not. So then, um, but this is Brian's dream come true. I know. Yeah. He wants me, my brother wants me to be a gamer girl, like so bad <laughs> and <laughs> like to be famous for it <laughs> because they're, it's, it's his Twitch stream. <laughs> right. Oh, nice. So, um, so 
I got a text today that said, well, hey, when are you going to, are you going to play video games this weekend? And I was like, uh, P.S. I already did that. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, it was two days it's ago. It's always Friday night. I told you it's Friday night. It never veers off from Friday night. <laughs> Although I did finally buy Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 for the Xbox. Oh, cool. And so I probably will play more than Friday night, but. <laughs> nobody needs to know that yeah yeah <laughs> but brian was like oh no this is a good way we can start vetting people out let them join in on game night oh, and i was like no that's trial by fire right <laughs> like, <laughs> no i don't know that i like or dislike anybody enough to make them do that <laughs> to be like hey cool you can see that i'm online that's the other problem is that i let this dude add me on xbox oh and so now he can see when i'm online yep and so I'm, he's going to see that I'm playing. And Brian was like, oh, well, if he says, what are you doing? Then just shoot him the game invite. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not be doing that. <laughs> I will not be doing that. So, yeah, but now I've just, I've made a mistake. Made a mistake. Yeah. So. Well, that's, that's not a mistake. I mean, my friends can see what I'm online and, you know, there's just, uh, but they don't hit me up every time. That they, you know, they see I'm playing something. So, but I mean, I could see how if somebody's not giving you the space, it would look like you made a mistake, but that's not on your end. (laughs) Right? Right. (laughs) That's true. No, he was like, you should download this game, this game, and this game, and then we can play together. And I was like, like, I don't play any of those games. (laughs) But I will list off the names I do, the games I do play. And if you want to play any of those when I'm online and I'm not playing with my siblings, like that's fine. (laughs) But it's really not that often. <laughs> it is one night a week. <laughs> and you're here you are with your siblings. So Right. Yeah. I don't just like hop on and play. I mean no, that's not true. Because I was playing my way through Tekken Seven. Nice. But then they took it off of Game Pass. Oh mm. man. And that's I was the worst. not done playing. <laughs> Who did you use? Um, I was using just a bunch of random people. I like um Yoshimitsu. I like yeah. King. I used to use Yoshimitsu when I played Tekken 2, but that mm-hmm. was like the last Tekken game I played. <laughs> yeah. and, and, then, and Lee, the guy uh-huh. that lays down and, and yeah. drunken master uh-huh. boxing thing. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah, I really was having fun playing that. Because I, I can't, I couldn't get myself to play my way through Mortal Kombat. I don't oh, know yeah. why, because I like Mortal Kombat better. <laughs> <laughs> but Irv downloaded Street Fighter to my xbox and i've never played that <laughs> i liked um eddie he's the one that did oh, that yeah. oh yeah yeah eddie's good yeah he was fun i liked, yeah. <laughs> liked i liked him so i've been playing matchmaker for my friends and usually i'm very terrible at it mm-hmm. terrible like people are like why did you think that that was a good idea yeah <laughs> like yeah, ask people yeah mostly ivy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but I have successfully made a match between one of my girlfriends and a guy I know that works at a bar. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And like I introduced them and, you know, I made my way out of the conversation and like she talked to him for like all week and they've met up a couple times. And so we'll see how it goes. We'll That's see cool. how it goes. I'm very proud of myself though because usually I like it's like a burning like train wreck. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to give up. and uh, But I'm not. I'm like a hopeless romantic. So then I'm not going to give up. I'm going to find people, the right people. It'll happen. Why have you decided that this is your calling in life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why is this the ministry you decided on? Because I, <laughs> I love people and I love love and I want them to be happy together. I mean, they can be happy alone, but you know. I'm glad that you successfully did that for one of your friends. But every time you're like, Ivy, talk to this guy. It's like, where the fuck did that come from? Look, Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you... And I'll tell you where it comes from every time. He's nice. If you, <laughs> if you would just give people a chance. I... <laughs> I'm not getting into this with you right now, but I have literally screenshot you the chances. <laughs> I told you I'm really terrible. This is getting fun. I want to hear more. <laughs> I told you I'm really terrible. If I still had all the screenshots, I'd show you them. But uh, they're really? so bad, I screenshot it and then delete it off my phone so I'm, I don't have to relive it all the time. I'm really terrible at it, but this time I was successful and I'm really proud of myself. So that means I'm I'm back in the game and I'm going to do it more often. You are not back in the game. Sit back down. You were benched. You're benched, dude. I was at the chat room the other day, though. This guy who is who's a friend of mine who's sitting like a table, you know, like the the benches outside a chat room. So he was at one bench. I was at another. He was like, hey, I saw you on, um, what's that? What's that dating app? Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> See, <laughs> he's like, I saw you on Tinder. And I was like, no, you didn't. I don't have a Tinder. <laughs> and he was like, oh, wait, you were in a picture with someone else. Like, so you, like, I stopped because I saw you, but it was somebody else's Tinder profile. Uh. And I was like, did you swipe right at least? <laughs> he didn't. No. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say whose Tinder profile it was, but now we all know it was hers. <laughs> I'm just saying if it's the person that you sent me the Facebook profile I of, I did not like <laughs> So, yeah. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. That's all right. You didn't have to swipe right. So, but I understand your roster is full. The roster is as full as it can get right now. I can't even keep anybody straight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's who. They're not saved in my phone. It's just random phone numbers texting me. I'm oh, like, man, you're not saving them? No. I'll tell you why. I actually, I watched a video about this on Instagram, I think. This girl was like, does anybody else, does any other girl in her 20s do the same thing where you like just text them? And at what point do you save their number in your phone? interesting okay mm. yeah so i've got these random numbers in my phone interesting you so i have to go back and like read the messages to see who it is and what we've talked about and then you'll be like oh this <laughs> is, and then i'm like this oh yeah i know Chris, this or is. this is steve or this the problem is, is that i once again fell victim to do you have a snapchat but Ooh. i didn't receive any dick pics so we're moving up in the world but <laughs> don't give the snapchat out i know i should have lied and said i don't have one but i was like oh yeah sure no no <laughs> just no this morning i woke up to this like car jam session video but like like he was holding the phone and just his eyebrows were moving and i was like what the, what the what? heck is happening here that's odd it was odd it was odd it was i was like <laughs> you know before when I was only going off of the, the profile and then the text messages that we mm -hmm. were exchanging, I was kind of like, okay, we have the same like 
opinions on things. So that's probably a good sign. And then since I've added him on Snapchat, I'm going to I'm going to block him. (laughs) (laughs) There's the true test. How's their Snapchat game? I mean, it's just bad. It's just bad. And I should have known from the first, like the video that he sent me as soon as I added him on Snapchat Mm -hmm. was like, he had his mask on, but he like pulled it down and then like blew me a kiss. Oh boy. Mm -mm. And then put the mask back up. It was a bold move. Yeah. But like, I was like, did he wink too? Wink and blow the kiss? I don't know. I was traumatized <laughs> by, <laughs> I was traumatized by like, I think he licked his lips Ew. first. Oh, yes. oh man. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was a visceral reaction to that one. <laughs> so it, I just was like, I just had trauma. I was like, see, 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 this is why I don't do this. No, I mean, it's not all bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun. You know, um, Neil made an entire video for a music song. I'll get it right. A music song. <laughs> <laughs> you made a music song? I made a music song. <laughs> for, for Double Clown, it's a minute and 16 seconds long, but it's an entire video with his iPhone, so people can do things without being weird. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, well, there's good weird and bad weird. Yes. yes. That is true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, last night we watched Runaway Bride. It's one of my favorite movies. Okay. But. Is that the one with Julia Roberts? Yeah. Okay. And Richard Gere. Got Anyways, she gets in this fight with her friend and she's like, I'm weird and you're quirky. And she's like, no, I'm weird. And she's like, no. <laughs> and there's a difference between all of these things. She's like going through all these scenarios. And there is a difference between good weird and bad weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you're right. And there's a difference between good quirky and bad quirky. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm weird, too. Yeah. But not that level. <laughs> Maybe that level, just different ways. <laughs> yeah. We're all a little weird. We're all a little crazy down here. Anyways. He tried to invite himself into sibling game night, and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, he might start blowing kisses at all your siblings. Right. <laughs> right, man. Be like, listen, one's married, one's basically, like, very committed. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is very committed. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it just, it's just, yeah, I'm going to start lying. I don't have a Snapchat, and my biggest pet peeve I figured out, so. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No Snapchat. Just say no. I'm going to say no. Nancy Reagan will be real proud of you. You know what? <laughs> I am interested to see like what people say when they're when I when I say no. Yeah. Because everybody has Snapchat. I don't. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed. Not allowed to TikTok. Not allowed to Snapchat. Did you say Snapchat? Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I took um, my dad texted me because he wants to know what filter I use when I take selfies of me and him. <laughs> and they're good they're good and he likes the way he looks in them yeah and so um i was out with him last weekend and we went to this like pasta bar and i took a picture of me him and my stepmom and he's like okay do you have to put that filter on every time or like how do i get it because we have the same phone Mm -hmm. and i was like no dad this is not a samsung filter this is snapchat filter (laughs) (laughs) and you can't have snapchat oh good i'm glad i'm not the only one he was like he's like i don't want snapchat i just wanted to know what filter was (laughs) i want a snapchat no you don't and a tiktok no you don't yes i do for what reason do you need these things for funsies no 
<laughs> anyway, I don't well, know how you could be disallowed them, though. I mean, hey, 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 don't give her any I mean, ideas. It's, it's your business, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. However, if she were to ever find out that I had a Snapchat uh-huh. or a, a TikTok, she because apparently this could be a lie, but she told me that if I make one, it will notify her. <laughs> <laughs> it will notify. Well, just make the Fort Worth famous one, and then you can have that Ooh. handle. And then <laughs> <laughs> a workaround. I like it's a business it. thing. You got to I mean, Neil, thanks so much for coming yeah, on the okay. show. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for some red flags versus deal breakers? Yes. Okay. What color do you want to start with? Um, blue. Blue. Okay. Wants to have open relationship. Um, you, he's going into it. Or they're going into it. She, he, whatever. Saying, I, 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 I want to be with you, but I want to be open. It turns out that is maybe a red flag for me. <laughs> I thought it was a deal breaker. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Ivy! Let's hear. Not not a deal breaker. Red no, flag. No, I mean, it is probably a deal breaker, but <laughs> this boy is really trying to convince me it's not. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I have told him it's a deal breaker every time. Okay. I don't know. So, but just a red flag. You may still go on a date with this boy. Yeah, but probably a date is as far as it would go. Hmm. Okay. So it it would ultimately be a deal breaker. You would not enter into a relationship with him. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't like to share. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way most people are, I think. Um, they don't I, like to share. I don't like to share, and I think I think that my mind's not that open to things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were talking um, in a Facebook group that I'm in about threesomes and, like, whether or not they're, they're like, is it something that you're good with and, like, how common are they? And there was one girl that was, like, amongst my friend group, threesomes and group sex happens all the time, but we're friends. And it's it's okay. And I was hmm. like, wow. Was wow. she on like a teen TV show? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She watched Gossip Girl one time and was like, that's what I want to do. Have sex with all my friends' boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but like openly. Like, is that yeah. what happened on Gossip Girl? They had no, like one big they were thing? all cheating on each other, but see, and then and then I I saw a friend of mine at the Boiled Owl the other night. And he's like so excited. The first time in five years he's had a girlfriend. And I was like, you know, like, what's her name? Like, do I know her? And he's like, no, nobody knows her. She hasn't had sex with any of my friends. And I was like, that's the first thing you want to tell me about her. That was her big selling point. She hadn't had sex with any of your friends. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes in Fort Worth, that is a little bit difficult. From what I've heard. there There was a post like... In Girl Gang, I think that was like, um, you know, what if Facebook, instead of suggesting like people you may know in common, like sexual partners that you may know in common. So, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, dang. Oh, shoot. That would cause some problems for some people. It would cause some problems for some people. It was like you and 53 How other people know? have all. <laughs> you and all your you and all you your and friends every single one of your friends have all banged this dude yep Ooh. <laughs> yeah i need somebody to make that happen <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just here for the drama of that. <laughs> when was it? <laughs> How many years ago? Before Is there going to be like me? a blue check next to it? Like, verified? Yeah, verified. People were like, I did. Yeah, you'll get a notification that's like, hey, so-and-so says you slept with this person. Did you or didn't you? <laughs> It's better than all the vague posts about like, you all know this person and he gave me chlamydia. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Who, who, oh, who did this? My I Facebook know. doesn't look like that. Your Facebook's so much more interesting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your video game nights are way more salty. No, no, no. There's no <laughs> accusations of sexually transmitted diseases <laughs> at my game nights. But yeah, the near South Side is a lawless place. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> All right. What color do you want to do? Hmm. You, you get to pick the next one. Uh, green. Green. Okay. Um, is on their phone during your date. And it's not like business related. They're just. Is there an option besides red flag and deal breaker? Yeah. Yeah. You can be okay with it. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> like people should use their phone whenever the hell they want. So I mean, you, so you don't think that they should focus on you when you're out to eat with them on a date date? Uh, I mean, pals is different. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on a date in so long. <laughs> so, but if you were to, it's like hard to say, don't really know, right? Yeah. Need more information. I don't know. Phones seem pretty entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, if you're out, you were, you're wanting to get to know girl, boy, whoever it is you're going out on a date with, like, yeah. And, and as you're talking to them, they're like pulling out their phone and looking at it. Like, I would be all, excuse me, my face is up here. Well, I mean, you, you know. You would say that? Yeah. I would probably, I mean, if you're already out on the date, like, and that's what they're doing, it's kind of just like, well, you know, if we're not going to get to know each other, then maybe there's not around a second date or something like that. Because I'm not going to make a fuss over I don't whether somebody wants either. to, like, actually sit there and talk or you not. Would you would do that? That makes me so uncomfy. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, if I was on a date with somebody and they weren't paying attention to me. No, I would just be like, we're not going out again. <laughs> I would be all, what about me? I thought you were on a date with me, not your phone. No? Little... I'm so uncomfortable with that. Why? Because like. No, I'm with Neil. Like, nope, we just won't go out again. <laughs> so I'm it- not a very <laughs> confrontational person, you know, in uh-huh. general. So I, I would probably just kind of like, you know, take the path of, you know, least resistance and then, you know. Mm-hmm. I would find my exit point. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, if I'm not going to be the center of your attention for, for, for this time that we're on this date. Yeah. Golly. Although I have not been on a date in a long time where the person had their cell phone out the whole time. Yeah. See? Yeah. I feel like that's like a, most people understand that. Like yeah. you should be focused on the date, especially a first date. Like, yeah. Or like, you know, like I said, like non, like I'm on call every, like once a week, once a month mm-hmm. over the weekend. And if I'm on call, like I'll, and I'll tell her, I'll be like, I have to keep my phone on because I'm on call. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do when I wear my smartwatch, mm-hmm. I will look at it to see who it is that just sent me a notification. That's okay. And then but you I can like just swipe it away. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, then that's okay. Cause then you can see, oh, you know, if it's, urgent. well, I've learned my lesson. I have to keep it on because I forgot that Katie can see my location. Oh yeah. So she'll be like, where are you? Why are you in this part? Why haven't you moved? Why aren't you at home? Are you alive? Do I need to send in the reinforcements? <laughs> 
Dude, Katie. Yeah. That's awesome. I've had a, I've had a couple of friends that have been like, when you're ready to date, you have to have something that tells us where you're at. And I'm like, okay, I could do that. I guess. I mean, I'm almost 50 years old. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> okay, I'll pick one. Just get a Claxton horn. What's that? <laughs> it's like the auga. Like really, really loud. <laughs> Carry it around with you. You have to crank it. You know. There we go. There we go. That'd be funny. Oh, this one um, always lets their phone die. I dated somebody, somebody who did this, and it was real stressful for me. So I think if I ran across it again, I would probably be like, either you need to fix that or I need to go my own separate way because it really stressed me out <laughs> a lot. Like I went nutso. Yeah. Really nutty. <laughs> so I don't want to ever do that again. So for me, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> based on previous experience, that has nothing to do with the new person at all. It's a deal yeah. breaker for me. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's a deal breaker. No, I know it's not a deal breaker. It's a, a weird thing that your phone's constantly dead. But also, like, I, I don't look at my phone once I get home. I very mm-hmm. rarely am like looking at it once I get home, mm-hmm. especially during the week. Like I'm o- I'm over the phone by the end of the work day. Mm-hmm. I get home. I just want to relax. Mm-hmm. So if you're not answering me, but also I'm not assuming it's dead. Like I just assume you're not They're They're not answering. See, that would probably drive me even more bonkers. I would rather be lied to and say the phone is dead. <laughs> still a deal breaker (laughs) i mean if you can't get in touch with somebody that you know it's kind of i mean it kind of depends on how often or you know so it it sounds like what you went through is something you know Mm -hmm. where it's you know if you can't even like make contact with somebody in like over the course of two or three days or something like that and their phone's been dead the whole time or something two or three days is different than a few hours that's true yeah. yeah. And it depends on how invested I am in this person. Yeah. Because if I'm pretty invested <laughs> and uh, I can't get a hold of you, then that's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I'm only vaguely invested, then I don't really care. <laughs> Go a couple days without texting me. I don't care. Yeah. yeah no. That won't get you saved in my phone, but do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Is... Un or underemployed? What's underemployed? Like you have a job, but you're not making good money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, that's a deal breaker for me. It's just, wait, how long has this been going on? I have qualifying questions. If you've recently become unemployed or like underemployed, I guess that's one thing. But I... It's just because I'm shallow. <laughs> we know this about me. Uh-huh. I'm a, I am used to a certain lifestyle and I need to be able to maintain it. I dated someone for many years who was either under underemployed. Oh, yeah. And I will never do that. And I need you to be actively looking for a better job. <laughs> and it wasn't a problem. It's not like he ever asked me for money or anything. But it was a problem. Don't say it wasn't a problem. It was a problem. It became a huge deal breaker. It be it became a problem eventually. But it should have become a problem a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and then um, 
McAllister too. He was unemployed for a little while. Yeah. See, no. Mm-hmm. If oh, I, oh. No, I had a boyfriend. <laughs> 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 I, I, had a, I, I had a boyfriend for a while. His his oh his last name was McAllister, but I didn't. His first name was David. We never called him that. No, we never did. I always call. I just called him McAllister. I don't know why. I was the only one who did it. It's not like anybody else at my work called him McAllister, but I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, McAllister," and so then, like, we all called him <laughs> McAllister. But yeah. So and then there was one point where he quit a job. Instead of like going like like just taking a leave of absence, he quit a job to go do a summer internship somewhere, mm-hmm. which is cool. But you could have you know had your job when you got back, right? And that really bothered me. That did really bother me. But we were on our last legs at that point. <laughs> I just, um, if one of us is going to be the sugar baby, it's not going to be him. <laughs> 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 All right. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, oh, this is interesting, considering what's been happening recently in the news, is an amateur stock trader. <laughs> No, I don't care about that. Do what you want to do. Yeah, I don't care You're about that. You're not going to be stock trading my money, but <laughs> <laughs> I really If you want to do that, go for it. Is it Charles Schwab? Somebody does it where like you can do like $5 stock slices. So like you don't buy the whole stock, but you just like buy a $5 share of the stock. Hmm. So like for $50, you could have, you know, little little bits of shares of of everything. Mm-hmm. And I like that idea because you should just get the one that's like the top f- 50. What's that? It's some stock that you buy that's the, it's part of the top 50, like, most profitable stocks. Hmm. I don't know. Brian was telling me about it. Amateur trader. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't actually, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't actually, I don't think he actually has stocks traded yet. But um, I know that that's a thing. Yeah. No. That's the extent of it. <laughs> I also watched a video explaining what happened with GameStop, and uh-huh. she was using a teddy bear and beer cans. So I understand now what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about as far as my stock trading. Well, see, and I, I think that, like, like uh, I have a friend who recently bought stock in, like, some weed farms mm-hmm. in the hopes that, you know, it's going to become legal. Yeah. Here in Texas? Um, No. Because that was a bold move. No, they're out of state. (laughs) But but like he's just like obsessively watching these stocks. Right. And I'm like, I can't do that. I like my 401k, I know it's there, but like I never look at it because it you know, because it is they they invest in the stock market on your 401k. So it can go up, it can go down, it can do whatever. It would just stress me out. So I I want to buy those little five dollar slivers and not even think about it, you know. And then like ten years later, I'll I feel have like, like I would become a psychopath if I started stock trading. <laughs> <laughs> I would become so obsessed with it that I would, I would it would be a problem. Yeah. It's the same reason why I don't own a scale. <laughs> I also don't own a scale for the very same reason. I will become look, look. I know this about myself. I'm shallow and I have an addictive personality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted to weighing everything in my house. <laughs> I, I will become a psycho about certain things, so I just don't even mess with them. Yeah. It's like um, dad was explaining to me what gritty is because oh, I had yeah. questions about how people ended up with these like $17,000 electric bills last week. Right. Uh-huh. So he was explaining it to me, 
And Gritty is based off of real time, every 15 minute increments, the demand for electricity. Mm. Do you know what a psycho I would be if I had that? <laughs> yeah, there's no possible way. Or then like, I, like we were getting, I was getting like friend notifications on Facebook that were like, hey, I just got this thing from my my energy provider that said you need to like abandon ship right now. Yeah. Grady sent out emails that said you have to get a different energy provider now or you're going to be stuck with these humongous bills. And some people chose not to listen. Wow. Dang. Even though if you logged into it, you could see in real time what was happening. Well, may have not been like the first thing on people's priority lists. That's true. The emergency, you know, that is that's true. true. Yeah. So this was like the Friday before. Yeah. And, but yeah, no, I could see how they did be. send it out. Um, Ayla was telling me, my stepmom was telling me that her friend got the email on like Monday. Ooh. So right before it got real, real bad. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, it can't possibly get worse than this. So it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Yikes. And Ayla was yeah. like, so we'll see how fine it is when the electric bill comes. Yeah. Like, I, I, Mine is, you know, obviously a fixed rate or whatever, but like I looked at my energy usage for that week and I only went up one kilowatt hour from the previous week and I had four people living with me. What? Yeah. So I hmm. used like nine kilowatt hours the week before I used like 10 or I used eight the the week before hmm. and I used nine. I was like, oh, thank goodness. And it's all your projected bill for the month is $52. I was like, yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mine's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see where it flatlined right when the power went out. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. 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 So no, I can I mean I don't care if you are an amateur stock dealer, stock trader, whatever <laughs> You're a dealer. <laughs> whatever you're doing with stocks, I don't care as long as it's not my money and you don't ask me for any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean true. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't ask me for money. I um, made this joke the other day at work that I was going to go to this place in Fort Worth where apparently you can go get a sugar daddy. Oh my gosh. Ivy. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa was like, no, you can't. And I was like, why? And she's like, cause that's all my friend's ex-husbands. <gasps> <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I don't know who any of them are. Oh man. Obviously. But I do know that that's where a lot of the trust fund kids hang out. So dang, dude, I'm just saying that if suddenly I have a rich boyfriend, you know what I did, (laughs) (laughs) man, just kidding, man, no, don't do it. It's as bad as somebody asked me if I would mind if they were a um, cocktail waitress at a strip bar. I was like, uh, it's okay with me if that's what you really want to do. <laughs> like, I don't want you to, but that's okay. Listen, get that money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> get that money. Do whatever you have to do. Yeah. I don't have to do that, but <laughs> anyways, now we can get to the fun stuff. How, how far are we in? An hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Look at us go. I know. All right. Music minute time. This is all you. It's your time to shine, Neil. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Neil McAllister of um, Goodness Gracias fame. (laughs) That's the band you chose? Well, that's the band he fronts. (laughs) I've been been playing in some bands. Chilamundo. A few? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What, uh, what, what? Why am I blinking after Chilamundo and Goodness Gracias? Well, then, like before that, it would be Dope Hammer. Oh, see, I don't know. Oh, that's Hammer. a fun band name. <laughs> yeah, and then before that uh, was Coyote Cyanide, <laughs> and then I guess if you're going, those, you're getting pretty far back there already. But before that would be Old <laughs> uh, Old Potion, I think was the, and then there was a band called Bandolier, but you know. But yeah, that's, that's the bo- laundry list. That's before that's the, my time. Wow. That's the hour and twenty minute uh, show <laughs> length version. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been making music pretty much your whole life. Yes, ma'am. And um, when did you start doing it? Where you were like, I want to play like around town. I want people to hear this. Probably when I was living in Flagstaff and in Denton. Mm-hmm. Um, two very different places, Arizona and Texas. It was a, yeah, it was, well, it was like, that was about a two year period where uh-huh. I was really like, I was kind of, I was still studying classical music and, but I was also like kind of in the summer writing a bunch of songs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I would, you know, I would play outside of the coffee shop, um, at Macy's and Flagstaff on, I think it was on Beaver street. And then, so were you like busking there, or were you playing like four Macy's? This they was were like, kind of like you know, just kind of like I mean, this is two thousand and seven or so. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, however long ago that was, but I was still you know, in high school. And then there's <laughs> like the the in in Denton started playing uh, gigs in J and J's, and you know, just like the basement, and mm-hmm. and then um, played on to, on the on the top of the Black Bean. There on Fry Street, uh huh, and you know, just kind of got started doing all that mm-hmm. there. Um, but then I would also do these like, um, uh, like play classical guitar for receptions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like those were like my, you know, keep the lights on gigs. Yeah. Um, because you know, I mean, it's just you know everybody's dressed and you know that some of them would be for Texas Wesleyan University's like, uh, recitals and things like that. They uh-huh. hired me for the reception where people come and drink and wine and eat and right. fancy stuff. And somebody just played something they've worked their entire college career on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go play like, you know, hobo folk music <laughs> kind of down the street and like, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. And so recently mm-hmm. you've done some solo stuff outside of Chilamundo and outside of goodness gracias um, working with you said Peter Waringa. I'm working with Sam Culp on that. Oh, Sam um, Peter, from Yokio, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Good-ish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam is like a uh, super blast to work with, um, and you know we've just kind of I'm doing most of the recording uh, out of the house, so I'll get something kind of fully made up. Um, mm-hmm. Some some of the tracks uh, will go. I'll go to his house and use his like real nice microphones, which yeah is mind. It's mind blowing experience. I think everybody should use really nice things mm-hmm. uh, if they can. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then we'll just kind of bounce like the way it's been lately. We've just been bouncing things back and forth and making notes on tracks and um, and just kind of elevating the fidelity i mean you can hear the difference from something i made almost entirely at home with the double clown uh-huh. and then something that sam uh produced and really helped me bring up to you know a hi-fi level nice um 
it's been fun. Very cool. And you've been working on this album for a while. Yeah, I was. I mean, I suppose I've been writing. I mean, it, you know, when you have your first things that are solo art, you know, it's kind of like you you can go dig through your journals a little bit and be like, what, you know, what should come back to life, come back to the front? And mm-hmm. um, so, you, you know, like one of the songs is two years old. One of the songs is like, you know, wrote it um, late December. And so it's kind of, you get this mix of like, people getting to know where you've been mm-hmm. as a human and then like kind of where you are and combining that experience. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I know we want to play a song in here somewhere. We want to, we want to drop something in and listen to it. Do you have anything in particular that you would like for us to play and talk about? Um, either, you know, I mean, we could listen to just a song mm-hmm. first. Um, that'd what? be, that'd be pretty funny. Are you funny. ready for yeah. that? Yeah. Except, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do some something a little weird here for a second. They weren't going to know. I mean, you could delete that part out. I think you make it your life mission to make me delete one thing out of every episode. <laughs> one time it was me laughing for like five no, minutes I solid. It. Yeah, I know you did. But I almost cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this one. I, I love it. it. I, I love it too. Um, so, but it's not just the song. You, mm-hmm. you say it's just a song? Wait, wait. I have a question. Was that the one that was recently written or is it old? That was recently written. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Yeah, it's me singing to a stick of butter. You're singing to a stick of butter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, making my toast in the morning and singing I love you to the 
<laughs> to the butter. You don't love your butter? I love. Oh, I mean, on. I love my I butter. I do. Love <laughs> That's like um, when the rumors about Hero were like Enrique Iglesias wrote that about a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I said this is apparently not a rumor. This is really about butter. Wait, is it really about butter? You don't believe me? I know. I do believe you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have any reason not to believe you. Now I believe you you because I can tell in your face. Right. Yeah. Wow. I like that it's so different though from Double Clown. Yeah. No, it is very different. Is is this one that Sam did? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Sam worked on this one with me. Yeah, you can you can hear it's a little dancey, right? A little bit more dancey. Yeah, than, it's a little, almost folksy. poppy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like it, yeah. and then it gets real dirty there for a minute, real real gnarly. Yeah, it gets heavy, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what made you go from like real you know dance pop to like? gnarly <laughs> well i wish i had better words i mean works. uh it's kind of you know i was sitting there tracking and i was like well what could like move the entire like what could destabilize the entire structure of the song mm-hmm. and then also inject new meaning for listeners you mm-hmm. know um and so i was just i messed around with some ideas and that's the one i landed on and you know it's kind of like it could be really jarring if you aren't expecting. I that wasn't the, expecting it. And then, and then the thing directly after it is also could be jarring if you're not expecting uh-huh. that too. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of, you know, more than like, uh, I mean, it's, you know, I guess it's like, uh, that's the eventuality where like you're singing to your stick of butter and then you have a heart attack. I can see, I can see it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. No, I love the story. I'm here for the storyline. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then the yada yada yada. Is that Denver? Is that you? Oh, where he's he's saying. Wait. Sometimes they're giving us. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, in Fort Worth. Yeah. Sometimes we get a hundred bucks. Uh huh. Is that you? No, that's, that's Denver. Th- that is Denver. Yeah, because I was recording the song that night, and so it's been you know like that that song. Uh, fin- it was finished and under the course. Well, the the structure of it was finished under the course of a week. Mm-hmm. But like the night I was recording, like most of it, Denver sent me that in a voicemail, and I was like, oh, this is like this has to go into this track, and so I added that. You know, in the in the heavy part or the gnarly yeah. part, so to speak. <laughs> uh, you know, so the, all the things that are in there, you can hear uh, an organ sound, but it's made by my guitar going through um, a pog. Uh-huh. And then if you've got fuzzed out guitar, and then the thing that plays at the end that's also in that part is a banjo on and just recorded on a really shitty mic. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it's got this weird granular kind of, you know, almost static sound to it mm-hmm. in contrast to the to the synthesizer that's you know yeah. pushing that dancey thing back into the very end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the choices were not so much. Uh, it was it was it was kind of bringing the experience of recording into the the text of or you know into the experience of the song. Mm-hmm. where you've got, you know, someone is like sending you funny voicemails while you're sending them, you know, parts of the thing you've done. And then you've got like, well, how can I, 
how can I just disrupt this whole, you know, and it's, so it's, uh-huh. it's bringing the whole experience back into and, and, and kind of putting the thing there for the listener to, to feel, you know, what it, what is, you know, how, how does this all even come together? And yeah. And there's some humor and like jokes and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And I like that with music, like every time you hear it and in the context that you hear it, you'll hear it a different way. And like, even when you listen to it on your phone versus through the computer, through headphones, like you'll pick up on different things. And that song has a lot of layers to it that you can hear. Like, I love that about music. Yeah. yeah there's lots of ear candy in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just like, it's a good way to put it. Ear candy. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like when music does that. Yeah. And I like that in the original story in my head that had nothing to do with butter. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, cool. Like in the context of like our relationship, like, yeah, you're cruising along. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, this thing happens and you either like carry on or like it changes or like, I no, that's cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. So when you're writing music. Do you picture like all of this, like, hey, I'm going to use the banjo here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or like, how does your process work? Is it the same every time or is it different? Um, There are a lot of different environments that can kind of dictate some of that. You know, most of the time when I'm songwriting, I've got a pen and a notebook and maybe an instrument. You know, sometimes I'm at the piano. Sometimes I'm with a guitar. Um, But you know, a pretty sizable percentage of the time I've just got a pen and I'm, you know, kind of imagining this thing that's going to, that's going to fall underneath the words and kind of humming to myself and stuff like that. But there's, you know, there's also times where it's like, um, if you're, if you're running a, a, a rehearsal and something organic starts happening musically and then you've got you know, there's that spark and it, and, uh, and it spirals into a song and the song starts happening. Then, then you have the obligation to go try to figure out what all any of that was to put, to bring back into reality again. So it's, you know, there's some like, uh, for instance, in the post or in, in the production, um, like Sam will send me a mix and he's you know, and I, on this particular song, I heard timpani needed to be in there, you know, like the big bell drum from the orchestra. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can, you can almost barely hear it, you know, but it's, it's in there in the real low end below the kick drum and it's a big tone and you can probably hear it better if you're playing it on your TV or if you're playing it through monitors or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but generally I'm going to work out a song at the guitar and get it to where it's going to be when i'm playing it um before i really start thinking about the whole production because usually when i'm looking i mean most of my life has been about bringing a song from uh, bringing it to life with a you know pretty much just a a rock and roll band Mm -hmm. you know and so to start thinking about like well where does a where do strings fit in where does a backwards banjo fit in mm-hmm. you know uh do i need to go outside and you know uh dribble a basketball in front of a microphone or you know what i mean so and cool. just stuff like that where it's you know you, you're kind of programming this experience for people and for instance uh 
on that song that we did for Chilamundo, the of something to a, an effect of a Christmas story. Have uh-huh. you ever heard that? No. So like, uh, we you know, Denver found the sample, of, you know, and it, it's so it's basically a, a phone conversation, and he made this badass animation of it, and he made it all in one day mm-hmm. for the music video. Um, that's besides the point, but it's. <laughs> worth noting because but it was extremely badass yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and so it's like mostly a phone conversation and uh denver found this sample of uh a spatula like in a cast iron because i'm always cooking when we're on the phone i didn't happen to be cooking at that point but he put it in there and so you know and so it adds this effect of like oh this is like I don't know why this is more comfortable, but it's like, oh, it's it's more casual. And it just kind of adds that, you know, so there are all these little, it's so much fun to, to just kind of like design an experience for people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing about not being a musician, I listen to music way differently than you do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand why. I, I, I love it so much. I don't understand why, like the, you know, cacophony that happens in that song I'm like yes (laughs) you know what I mean but like I enjoy it and then you're like yeah there's this like you just I listen to it differently like uh, her brother um plays bass and so I would like I would hear bass lines that I didn't hear before just Mm -hmm. because he would be like are you listening to that bass line and I would be like I don't even know what a bass line is (laughs) (laughs) so it's really interesting and it's interesting to know the things that like musicians like love about a song, like the little thing, like the spatula scraping on the, on the cast iron skillet, you know? And like, there's this, a song, um, that where like Ryan played the violin on this song and it was, he was like the most proud of this one song on this one album that they put out. And I'm like, that's so interesting because I didn't even realize that that was a violin that was being played, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So that's really cool. I love it. And then, like, so, Double Clown, but you put out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, January 29th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the the video you did, like, all on your phone, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know that I would know I could do that on my phone. <laughs> well, I didn't uh, cut it together on my phone, but mm-hmm. I, I shot it all on my phone. And it, so, I mean, it's real lo-fi. It's really pretty cool. Thanks. And And, um... I was reading Johnny's little blurb about it in mm-hmm. the Fort Worth Weekly, which I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I like it that... I love Johnny. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the way me he too. expresses things. <laughs> um, the, like, you know, that you kind of purposely have left it way open for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Yeah. So, but what were your thoughts about the song? About Double Clown? Uh-huh. I mean, uh, well, so it's, you know, when I was writing it, for instance, um, it was an, an exercise for me in like, how powerful can I make brevity? Like how powerful of a song can I make the shortest song I can write, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not the most powerful, but it, it's certainly, you know, there are so, it's like, there are so many backdoors to the meaning of that set of lyrics Mm -hmm. and it, you know the original full name of it was double clown sat on Tandre, which is, you know, just, it's just adding more layers of, uh, the puzzle for people. Uh But I mean, 
that I I think it's it's really it's you know I can't um I can't really talk about what it means to me um without without really like breaking breaking it down a whole lot but there was this Alan Watts um lecture where he's talking about the bodhisattva and uh he uh talks about your clown costume is like your civvies and like after you've you know, gone and meditated for hours and hours and hours. And, uh, so the song from the perspective of having written it, um, when I was in the act of writing it, I was talking about like this, this Bodhisattva who, you know, can't get people to understand why to get into this, you know, elevated mode of, Mm -hmm. um, understanding, you know, and, uh, I also really like it as like, you know, maybe it's a rodeo clown. Maybe it's like, you know, Krusty the clown, you know, (laughs) or like, uh, but it's, I mean, it's also, it's also satire because I mean, when I play it with a guitar, uh, I play it in such a way that I'm making people laugh. Like I'm going to make a spectacle out of myself. You're going to be laughing because of like my voice cracking but I'm doing it intentionally Uh and you're going to be laughing because I'm making weird faces. You know, it's like, (laughs) Um, and so it's very much like this performance thing that when I made the video and the song itself, it's like something that's going to be a completely different take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I've played it over the phone for people and, and, you know, kind of on, uh, um, in person with people and stuff and, and really like pushed hard, you know, to make people like kind of like be can like why why is this so strange what's so weird about you know mm-hmm. and it's uh, it it brings a new light because it is satire it's like well no i mean nobody's gonna buy your clown costume you know yeah. it doesn't matter where you are <laughs> <laughs> like you've got to sell it to them you know <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure yeah i like that it's so short like when I listened to it the first time i think i was doing something at the same time so i was like okay cool i'm gonna listen to this song and then I was like, like, it made me stop what I was doing. Cause I was like, wait, what about how, where's the rest of the song? Yeah. So then I had to listen to it again. Cause I was like, okay, I, I wasn't li- like, I need to focus on this yeah. <laughs> for one minute. I can focus on what's going on. Cool. But, yeah. But it like, it just made me like, I like, I added it to the queue. So I had like all the other songs I was playing and then I got to your song and I was like, okay, cool. Neil's on. And then I was like, wait. Wait, <laughs> like, wait, the what, song just, what just happened to that song? Like I thought at first Spotify messed up and I was like, wait, what, like what's going on here? <laughs> no, I like it. I like that. It makes you like stop and think and immerse yourself in it. That's really cool to hear. So, um, <laughs> so you're releasing things kind of slowly, but surely like talk about like what, what your schedule looks like for releasing solo stuff. Okay. So, um, you know, I was, just kind of looking at trying to have a single in people's ear, you know, as often as I could and just like trusting the process of putting all that together and, uh, kind of going through it. Um, I've gotten to where I can put more things together than I was intending or expecting. Um, so I'm still looking at, uh, dropping singles at least once a month or, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like with this ice storm or whatever. I mean, that got pushed, but the next one I was, you know, about two weeks out, it's going to be called lo-fi junkie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super fun. It feels like, a like a eighties workout video or you know, it's, there's yes. not a video yet, 
uh-huh. uh, but the song feels like it, you know, it's like the, feels like the song that you would hear on the advertisement for an 80s video game or something. You gotcha. Know? Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, have you, or are you going to be playing anywhere? Like I know that the, the people are playing like at Lola's in the trailer park or like on a Saturday afternoon. Like are you thinking about putting together any sets like that and getting I out in front been, of people? No, I haven't really been doing that because I'm uh, just because of COVID. I'm uh-huh. kind of waiting until I'm vaccinated. So, mm-hmm. But I really, I'm glad that people are out there, you know, and that feel safe and are able to find these spaces mm-hmm. comfortable and things like that. Yeah, I can't wait till more people are vaccinated. It's going to yeah. be good. It's going to be helpful. Like flu flu shots. (laughs) I always feel better after I get my flu shot. It hurts way worse than the flu shot. Well, (laughs) worth it, but painful. Yeah. I don't even mind. Um, What other questions do I have? Uh, Where are you recording? But we already talked about that. You don't have to read them out loud. I know, right? So you're going to be releasing things like once a month. Where will you be re- releasing? Like where can people find your stuff? Oh, they sh- I mean, wherever you stream music, you should be able to find it. Okay. Um, Are you going to make music videos for every song? That's the, the eventual goal, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just about having the gear right now and the budget. But I've got one. I've got an idea for this lo-fi junkie video. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm going to be doing more videos. Because cool. I think they're fun. I just, Videos are fun. Yeah. Yeah. I know a really good video maker. Is nice. that a videographer? Videographer. Is that what it's called? When they're making maker. when they're making music videos? Or are uh-huh. you still a videographer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Still pointing the camera at something. All right. I know a really good one if you want it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that made me lose my train of thought. Dang it. Do you have, you have a question? Well, I was going to switch to poetry. But... Oh. That's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you're you're putting out music once a month, but you're also your poetry mm-hmm. zine. Yes, Talk, Ramble. Ramble. Yeah. Talk about that one. So Ramble is, um, you know, I've, I'm, it's coming out monthly now, um, and it's just a collection of anywhere from one really long poem to like seven kind of more... Um, idiomatic poems you know of like uh just something that you can hopefully read within 25 minutes they're Mm. they're really brief um and it's just a you know i got my undergrad in english and i've always loved poetry and i've been writing poetry uh probably seriously for since about 2015 you know like really undertaking devoting a lot of time to it Mm -hmm. and um so it's it's most I mean it's just uh something I love doing, you know. Nice. You yeah. wanna share? I'd be happy to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this um is from Ramble number one and I've got two shorter poems that I'm gonna read here. Okay. Um and this is I I was able to bring my, my reading copy. This is like the way uh pre pandemic times how I was gonna start making them up. It's like uh-huh. um pretty budget and i made it at home <laughs> that's so cool i like it yeah um so this poem is entitled 20 may 2019 a.m before sleep time is like a fountain dripping upward 
reflection spheres with webs imploding, drawing progression to sense with cousin mirrors confounding, drawn together, re-raveling round a structure, framing, gathering upwards to meaning, sounds inflecting, as we project on fountains, light refracting, time ingesting through a motor, water reflecting, light upon the mountains that have held our eyes. Mountains pouring out of the tops of fountains as we peacefully sit and wonder at them, in youth wondering the purpose, seldom thankful for the place, until we may no more have time for pennies and such extraordinary things. That was so cool. So I like it that you're reading it because you're reading it how you meant for it to be heard and mm-hmm. received by people because like if if I was reading it I, it would come into my head a whole different way uh, so like that's cool that's really cool yeah and I like that it would come into my head a whole different way too cool so yeah <laughs> that'll happen when people are reading them digitally they'll be like so great when you do um um like your solo stuff like when you're playing you know like just a set somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do, do you put your poetry in between your songs and stuff? No, I kind of you just, just keep like, them separate. Yeah, keep songs front to back and just keep gotcha. keep the train going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready for another one. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> this one's a little shorter. Um, it's, uh, it's called Nine January 2018. A new year to ruin or fulfill, marked in time like the interval between which an airborne frog finds momentary rest. Father Time, the frog consuming hours like gnats. Father Time, the fat-licked toad of constructed ticks, tucks, hops. The amphibian shitting newspapers, digesting time. He sits on his gilded throne at midnight on the first day of the Gregorian calendar, arbitrarily. I love that. (laughs) It's so interesting. Are all of your poems just like a date? Like a date? Like the like the Oh yeah, the, the, the titles. titles. Yeah, that's actually that's something I've been doing pretty much the whole time. Are there one or two that don't have um the title as the date? But most of them it's yeah, it's kind of like feels like a journal. I love that. Well, it, it not only does it make it feel like a journal, but but it makes it so that it's it's open. Like you're not setting an expectation with the title of the poem. Mm-hmm. Like that's really I like that. Yeah, it can also like put you into your own time and space of, you know, if you have a, some sort of recognition of when January yeah. 2018, what you were doing in your life, it mm-hmm. kind of right off the bat. That's you what know. I was thinking too. Like I was like, okay, yeah, January 9th. Yeah, about that time, I'm thinking, am I going to mess this year up or am I going to do something <laughs> yeah. with it? <laughs> could be either. <laughs> could be all year that I'm thinking that. But like, yeah, I think that it's cool that it sets the time frame and then you're like, okay, I can receive this and my own context and what you were saying yeah those are awesome i love Thank that you. yeah so the um the zine mm-hmm. do where do we get that oh uh Is it's on patreon yes patreon.com slash ramble or you can find it through my website neil com. cool yes that's awesome Thanks for sharing those with yeah. us. yeah thank you all for listening it's a really nice format to share that stuff here. yeah cool and i just it I think I love it so much because I just, I don't have that in me. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the ability to make music or to, to write poetry. I'm, I mean, I'm sure I could, like, don't, like, you, you get, I know you gave me that look. Um, but like, it's just not part of, 
you know, like my little But you spirit. do it with paint. Yeah. Yeah. Get the same game. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate it, you know, that, that you're able to do this. It's really pretty cool. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's so much fun to share, too, because, you know, I'll have conversations with people kind of, you know, I, I, I like to read, you know, kind of for practice and stuff like that on the phone with my friends and they'll share where it took them or, or some, something that stood out to them. And I also do this Zen writing group, uh, every week and we, we kind of have, you know, it's like a prompt and then you sit there and write for, you know, 45 minutes or so. And then, so, and then at the end of that we'll share. So it's just always, I just really, really like hearing other perspectives on, you know, Mm -hmm. where language takes people because there's, you know, the only thing that you can drape on language is more meaning. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, so it's like, it just makes it fun. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's, a, that's so cool because, you know, like the, the one prompt, you know, like we, if we all got the same prompt, we would, the three of us write something very different, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, um, that music group that Denver was doing for a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm sure it'll come back, but like, where they would just draw something out of a hat and that was the prompt and everybody yeah. would split off to write songs. And, um, when we were doing funky town podcast, we went over there one day and, and did it. And it was so interesting because the, the, the songs were all so different. Yeah. So different. <laughs> it was really, really cool. So that's kind of cool. I don't know. Zen writing. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. So what else do you have coming up? Well, um, my t-shirts just dropped. I've got, uh, my mud shirts. Okay. So get your mud tea. Uh, <laughs> it says mud on it and it's got lettering that looks like a puddle of mud with light neon blue on tan uh-huh. and they're pretty dope. Right on. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I've been doing some stuff, uh, some tracking for some Chilamundo stuff. Oh, really? Um, and, you know, I've just got some more songs kind of, I'm kind of prepping for an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but kind of by and large, just staying busy. You uh-huh. know? Yeah. Awesome. So, so you're prepping for an EP. Mm-hmm. An EP is six or seven songs, right? Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere between, <laughs> I think two is a single. And then once you're into three, that can be an EP. And then LPs. It's, in, it's LPs. for extended play. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then LPs are 12 to... It's anywhere from 8 to 12 eight to, to, 12 to 24 13 to 20. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, we'll keep an eye out for all of the stuff that you've got dropping. People can find <laughs> your stuff on <laughs> neilelliottmcallister.com. Yes. And Neil then, McAllister goes there too. Oh, it does. Yes. Okay. And it's N E A L. One C one L. Yeah. So cool. Pretty cool. All right. Do you have anything else, Ivy? No. Did you have more music minute? Like a general population? Oh yeah. No. Um. I. I had heard a rumor, and it has been founded to be just a rumor that Mass might be closing. I mean, it's outside would be closing like altogether. Mm-hmm. But they've they've come back with like shows my friend carrie wolf just played there Mm -hmm. the other day and like stuff's happening you know like sporadically and i think that they're doing things lots of places are doing things very smartly like so main at south side is an enclosed 
um, venue. And so the, they're keeping shows limited to like 40 people mm-hmm. where they could hold a whole lot more, but 40 is their maximum. And like you have to be seated and, and you know, even going up to the bar, then they want to make sure everybody's wearing their masks unless they're drinking and stuff um, or seated. Um, but when Ivy, Ivy went, she just kept her mask on the whole time, no matter no matter what, other than when she was taking like a sip of something. But um, I, I, so I was stoked to see that, that mass is still there and thriving and doing well. And, um, and then like Tulips has opened up and they're also doing things real safely. They've got like church pews. Have you been there at all? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got church pews and, you know, people are asked to be seated at any time at a show. And again, like limited capacity. Why are you giggling? That's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, that it's church pews? Yeah. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, so what, everybody stands there and then they all sit down at the same time? Yeah. I, in my head, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have like little kneelers or anything. Just just the pews. Um, well, that's good. Please join hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> around like the dish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please join hands. That's I not socially me, distanced. I think me motor scooters playing at Tulips. They are in like two weeks. March 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got a show there. And again, they're like limiting capacity. And there are some places that I feel like are doing it right. And some places that you were like, oh, no, I'm not. I don't ever want to go to that place. There was some biker bar and a band was playing at it. And I was like, let me go and check this out. It was packed. Mm. The the parking lot was packed. There were people parked on the street. There were people parked on the thing. There was like the outside smoking area. There were too many people there. I just kept on driving. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. absolutely not. So, um, and then I, I do like that Lola's is everything is outside. Then I don't even think the inside bars open at all. Okay. So just the trailer park, just outside. You can sit at your table with your people and leave it at that. So it's it's good. Yeah. Cool. I'm pretty stoked about all that. But yeah, me motor scooter. They have a show coming up. Woo! Woo! And Uncle Toasty Look. dropped a new t-shirt too. Yeah. With the crocodile. Uh-huh. Whatever that crocodile's name is. It's so cool. <laughs> I didn't get the crocodile, so I was really glad he explained it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, the crocodile is cool. Like, I'm here for it, but where did that come from? And then I was like, oh, I see, I see the post explaining it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time for... Uh, releases too in fort worth i mean you've got capitalist jesus hologram zoo a new trauma ray record out like some live denver stuff Mm -hmm. i actually did the the lettering on um the pete and the crying teeth record oh it's called capitalist jesus and that came out this weekend um cool there's so much good stuff archetype has some stuff that came out earlier um yeah. Levi Ray has a new single that just dropped. Stefan I think I saw that. Mm-hmm. Stefan has an album that's coming out. If you listen to Stefan Prigmore at all. He's a little singer-songwriter. Vincent Neil Emerson has some good stuff. Oh, yeah. He's got um, Manhattan Island Serenade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so it's good. Yeah. He played the other day, too. Like, just a solo thing at a small, a small space. So... I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Vincent Neil Emerson. Hard not to be, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And his sister, mm-hmm. Summer. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's about it. Do you have anything else, Ives? No. 
No. Do you have anything else? I just want to express my gratitude to you all for having me on. It's real nice. It's a nice you. time. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, Famous Friends is always a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. Love you, mean it. Bye. Ooh.